Hi, welcome to Rockle and Russell's YouTube review. Each week we'll be setting each other challenges uh, on YouTube and finding videos for hopefully your entertainment. Hope you enjoy this current episode. We are going with episode 21, viral videos. Me and Marcus stepping well out of our comfort zone, but luckily enough we have an expert no pressure. The wonderful Ross is here with us today. How are you, Ross? Uh, yeah, I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I feel like I'm a bit of a super fan for your podcast. <laughs> I'm finally, uh, it's finally getting my dream come true to, uh, to come that... on to it. But uh, yeah, really, I've really enjoyed listening to you guys' podcast. Um, I'm a, I was a bit too young for the oak, but I did work in the shamrock for a bit. So a few of the stories, yeah. uh, a few of the people, I think we've, we may have crossed paths at times. So it's been, yeah, it's been really good listening to you guys, apart from the uh, Apart from the Star Wars bit, but other than that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Don't worry, I've wrote, I've wrote that down. We'll come on to it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, Ross, don't know if I explain our relationship. It sounds weird. <laughs> to, Go to, for it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, Ross was a, a student at the school I was working at, and he was a nice kid. And then when Ross got older... <laughs> Notice I'm putting in some key words. <laughs> uh, Ross played for the football team I was running, and um, yeah, we've become friends through that, and it's uh, yeah, a pleasure. I always think it's a bit strange, like being mates with people that used to go to school enough. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff that goes with it. We're just friends, I suppose, aren't we? <laughs> I yeah. want more. <laughs> there were a few um, moments. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're uh, uh, such a nice uh, bloke, and it's so good to have you on. And when you, I hear you and hear you were listening to our podcast and that. It's almost like, oh, wow, that's amazing. So, yeah, and thanks for coming up with this idea. And, you know, I do feel like like we were talking on the week on WhatsApp that I'm going to sound today like California man, like I've been a, the thawed out <laughs> caveman. I mean, that, that reference in itself. Yeah. Give <laughs> <laughs> away. Well, the, the other week, Mark, when you were trying, we were trying to explain which were gifts and which were memes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah actually you haven't heard our last uh, our episode last week ross but we were talking about some horrific injuries that people have had and i mm. teased that you had a really bad one at a music festival uh so yeah reading festival having a smashing time as you do when you're like 17 18 i'm quite known for all the amount of hair i possess uh over my entire body and sounded like you had it in bags <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so towards, I think, the afternoon when there's not much music on, everybody's kind of day drinking, a bit bored. Uh, we thought it would be a really good idea to get the hairspray and the aer aerosols out and set fire to different people's hair. And then being being the hairiest, they decided they're going to set my leg on fire. And they'd done it to some guy's chest hair, some guy's hair, poof, gone out in like seconds. And uh, the video somewhere, but you know, they decided to put like a whole can on my leg. And, uh, and then they let it alight and my leg burnt for about a good like 10 seconds uh, in the middle of a muddy field in a tent, ended up like getting a chair stuck in my leg, rolling around the campfire with, a, with my leg in flames. Yeah. Red I should have checked. Are you all right though? <laughs> 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 Mate, I, I just wanted to get sorted to go see Foo Fighters. So uh, you had to go to hospital and stuff, didn't you? Let me the photos and yeah, stuff. So I got carried to the medical tent. Oh, that was a good one Which to explain. Because it was just an absolute mud bath. Mm. So we had, I had to get carried over there. Um, and then we sat in the tent. They had to cut my welly like off. Only had like half a welly on one foot. Did it melt? Um, melted? 
yeah, my well, yeah, it was all like burnt and melted, and my leg was all melted. Uh, and they were like, "Oh yeah," the medical center like, "Oh yeah, we'll just strap it up and uh, be on your way." So with fresh like first or mm. second degree burns, had to uh, then just get on with it, crack on, went to see saw Foo Fighters with one leg. Danced was it, around was a it bit. worth it? Though? Food, that was good. <laughs> definitely worth it the best bit was all we went back to the camp in the evening like this is saturday night this is where like on sunday everybody uh or no sunday night sorry so when the last of the music's on and everybody's not allowed fires past like eight o'clock mm. so everybody just burns everything in the last like evening and we're all sat around the campfire so me still scarred from my injuries and somebody left like a canister near the fire and we're all just wow. sat around and then that it just exploded it, like flew me back on my chair and like I had all then had like shrapnel up my arm and I was like not again not again <laughs> had like a thousand yard stare coming back from Reading Festival you can imagine <laughs> that's okay Mark's branded himself so you know oh, really? yeah yeah <laughs> I decided to bring that up for the second week, but there you go. <laughs> Is that yeah, two in a row? Right, uh, we have one thousand one hundred and seventy-eight listeners, Mark. So that is going going great guns. At yeah. Rockle Russell One Twitter, Rockle and Russell Pod Instagram, and our Facebook group is Rockle and Russell's YouTube Review. How's your week been, Mark? Okay. Yeah, good. Um, I can't even remember if I've done anything. Of- no, other than obviously Dolly's birthday party yesterday. It was her birthday during the week, but we had the usual thing where you do the party at the weekend. But it rained, it rained on and off. So it was, yeah, yeah it was hard work. It was, I mean, fortunately with kids that age, it's only a few hours anyway. So uh, a little bit of egg and spoon race, a little yeah. bit of pass the parcel and the classic stuff. I'm sure there are newer things to do at kids' parties these days. But as we proved with our <laughs> memes slash yeah. gif slash viral chat, um, I am still f- firmly stuck in the, uh, yeah, the days of past the parcel, sleeping lions, musical statues. Playing with a hoop um, and a stick down a cobbled street. Yeah. <laughs> the, difference, the only difference being that when we played past the parcel at her party, we had to play it to kids' party songs. Whereas when I used to play it in lockdown yeah. with just me and Dolly, the music of choice would be old TV themes. Yeah. So we'd like be playing past the parcel with the You Bet theme <laughs> yeah. or the Gladiators theme or Blockbusters theme. So that was the only difference. Other than that, it's exactly the same. And the, did you have to anti-back the uh, parcel before each kid? No, <laughs> yeah. I, there, was, there was a couple of, a couple of masks <laughs> being worn in the house, but everyone else was pretty, pretty <laughs> relaxed by now. Fingers crossed we don't start getting pinged this week. How's your week, Ross? Okay. Yeah, good. Uh, I just got back. I've been at St Albans Comedy Garden this afternoon. Oh, um, there's, more, there's more questions to follow with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a good day. Uh, pretty quiet week, actually. Um, I work in London um, and we're only kind of going back a couple of days a week, but there wasn't many people about from my team today, uh, last week. Mm. So What are you, what are you doing now, mate? Uh, so I work for a housing association um, just based behind Borough Market. Uh, in like a procurement and contract managing sort of role. It's good, pays well, can't complain. If you're happy, you're happy. Nice uh, nice location for lunch. Yeah, the lovely location for lunch and uh, many a pubs. Um, who did you see at the comedy festival thing? Uh, so it was Andrew Maxwell was mm. the sort of... Yeah, compare MC kind of guy. Yeah, mm. uh, and then Maisie... 
Adams, the quite tall lady with the going to do the mock the week quite. It pretty much was a mock the week lineup. It, and then yeah. it was Reese James uh, and then Dara O'Brien. So yeah, oh, right. good. There you go. Um, mock the week live. The, yeah, on off rain all afternoon as you'd expect on the first of August. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, this was your idea this week, Ross. Uh, viral videos because the videos you sent me, obviously ones I really can't, haven't seen before, and then me and Rockle's kind of version of viral videos were quite unsure whether they were or not. When you say it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've got a fair idea, but I don't know exactly, other than sort of clumsily saying just videos that a lot of people watch. I, I went along those, that, is it? I went along, yeah, I went along those lines. But then most watched videos on YouTube are like Despacito and like songs, basically. It's all music in there at the top of the tree there. Game they are song. now, yeah. So what was the, in your head, Ross, when you came up with this? Yeah, I feel like we've kind of, it's a very different topic to what you guys have done so far um you've done some really good topics like the sports documentaries like i've gone away and watched like so much stuff that you've talked about um and the sitcoms and the the comedy the sketch comedy ones uh a lot of them i like revisited because again like the harry and paul stuff like, i was like oh yeah i forgot about completely forgot about some of the episodes mm-hmm. and then but when i first picked up your podcast which i think you'd done it for a couple of weeks like in my head when i saw the youtube thing i was like instantly was thinking like youtube these random videos that we're going to talk about in the middle yeah. when i think of youtube i still think of that like i'm not one like in my day going on youtube was a weird thing a lot of people used youtube now as like one of their social medias like there's so many influence and stuff like that mm. but a lot of these videos just kind of cast me back to to these sort of random internet things that used to pop up and that was the place to go so when sort of things in podcasts like, oh i thought of all these videos you guys were going to talk about yeah and uh and then yeah <laughs> Hey, Charlie! Hey, Charlie, wake up! Yeah, Charlie, you silly sleepy head, wake up! Uh, oh God, you guys. This had better be pretty freaking important. Is the meadow on fire? No, Charlie. We found a map to Candy Mountain. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. We're going to Candy Mountain. Come with us, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. It'll be an adventure. We're going on an adventure, Charlie. Yeah, Candy Mountain, right. I'm just gonna, you know, go back to sleep now. No! Charlie, you have to come with us to Candy Mountain. Yeah, Charlie, Candy Mountain. It's a land of sweets and joy and joyness. Please stop bouncing on me. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Yeah, Candy Mountain. Oh, I'm fine. I'll go with you to Candy Mountain. La, 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 la. Enough with the singing already. Our first stop is over there, Charlie. Oh, God, what is that? It's a Leopleurodon, Charlie. A magical Leopleurodon. It's going to guide our way to Candy Mountain. All right, guys, you do know that there's no actual Candy Mountain, right? Shun the non-believer. Shun. Shun. Yeah. It has spoken. It has told us the way. It didn't say anything. It's just over this bridge, Charlie. This magical bridge of hope and wonder. Is anyone else getting, like, covered in splinters? Seriously, guys, we shouldn't be on this thing. Charlie. 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 I'm right here. What do you want? We're on a bridge, Charlie. 
We're here! Well, what do you know? There actually is a Candy Mountain. Candy Mountain, Candy Mountain, you fill me with sweet, sugary goodness. Go inside the Candy Mountain Cave, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, go inside the cave. Magical wonders are to behold when you enter. Yeah, uh... Thanks, but no thanks. I'm gonna stay out here. But you have to enter the Candy Mountain Candy Cave, Charlie! Oh, when you're down and looking for some cheering up, then just head right on up to the Candy Mountain Cave. When you get inside, you'll find yourself a cheery land, such a happy and joy-filled and perky merry land. They've got lollipops and gummy drops and candy things, oh, so many things that will brighten up your day. It's impossible to wear a frown in Candy Town, it's the mecca of love, the Candy Cave. They've got jelly beans and coconuts with little hats, candy rats, chocolate bats, it's a wonderland of sweets. Ride the candy train to town and hear the candy band, candy bells, it's a treat as they march across the land. Cherry ribbons stream across the sky and to the ground. Turn around, it astounds, it's a dancing candy tree In the candy cave, imagination runs so free So now, Charlie, please, will you go into the cave? All right, fine, I'll go into the freaking candy cave This had better be good Yeah! Goodbye, Charlie Yeah, goodbye, Charlie Goodbye? What? Hey, what's going on here? Hello? Who is that? Oh, uh, what happened? Oh, they took my freaking kidney. <laughs> right, Ross, that is your first choice. Charlie <laughs> the Unicorn, which has 37 million uh, views on YouTube, and I'm gutted that I'm now two of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what made you choose that one, mate? It's just one of those all-time classics in terms of like the top viral videos in like sort of pre- mm pre what 2010 2012 for the music videos and the influencers mm. took over it's so annoying to watch it makes no sense but it somehow makes it better you guys probably disagree, but when you imagine me as like a 12 13 year old kid like that was the funniest thing we've ever seen. Basically, that is just a massive lead up to a joke for him to have his kidneys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's... I think the key the key is that you just mentioned that would have been hard for us to get our head around, I suppose, is the age that you just referred to. Like you're, <laughs> yeah. you're talking about something that you remember from a relatively recent amount of time ago when you were sort of a young teenager. But I, I've got to be honest, I know you were joking about this before we started talking about it. Until you shared that, I I have never even heard of it. Nah, ditto. Not not like some of, of these some of these clips I've heard of, but haven't actually seen. You know, like when when Gangnam Style first became a thing, I was aware of it. I'd never seen it. I'd never actually watched it on YouTube, but I, I was aware of it and had heard of it. But I've never. When you said that the other day, Charlie the Unicorn, I was like. Is that the one where he bites his finger? <laughs> yeah. like when worked at a, a, the school, we used to have like house competitions and stuff. And some of the stuff you get like as entries for like, oh shit, I really shit. <laughs> and I feel like this wouldn't have even won one of them. <laughs> I just, I can't really get my head around 37 million views. Like I say, it's like the whole, like every man, woman and child in Poland has watched that video. <laughs> yeah. well, same, same population as Canada, I found out today. I played golf the other day and um, the guy I was playing with asked him what he did and he was an archaeologist, sorry. He's an archaeologist and then I said to the other guy, I can't believe like he's an archaeologist and he goes, no, he's actually like the leader in his film, of, in his field for archaeology. I thought that was a joke, like a pun, but it weren't. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, the head and, at Cardiff University, the best 
archaeologist to ever come out of Britain. And uh, I looked up one of his books and it's called Dating the Early Neolithic Enclosures of Southern Britain and Ireland. So I watched a bit of him talking about that book. And then I watched Charlie the Unicorn and thought <laughs> like the, the algorithms going on within YouTube for my <laughs> like what to watch next might, might actually break my computer. But that's almost, it's almost like, like the modern modern day version. Well, the modern day version of what modern art used. You know the classic thing with modern art, where people yeah. would look at like just dots on a page and say, "I could do that." And people went, "Yeah," but people would say, "Yeah," but you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. You look at that there, and I think I could just pick up one of Dolly's toys tomorrow and just film it, going <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like that, doing yeah. weird voiceovers. But I don't. So I can't comment really. With YouTube and stuff and videos like that, would you kind of watch that or find that video or would someone tell you about a video? Would you get together with people to watch it or do you send it to others? Because Ross, you're in the kind of age of very much with mobile phones. Like when mobile phones first come out, I think I was in the sixth form. Fucking hell, I hate being old. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So was it easy enough to share and things like that? Or do you just talk about it and then look it up yourself? Yeah, I'm in that sort of mixed balance where iPhones didn't really come a thing until I was in like year seven or eight. So a lot of people relied on Bluetooth and Sony Ericsson's to share mm. videos. It wasn't, yeah, I, I still kind of class myself as pre, pre-technology, though probably nothing Jesus. compared to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Have you ever heard of what a, a, a dynamite Nokia text? A what? <laughs> a dynamite Nokia text. That was no. that was about the extent of our um, sort of technological so message sharing, wasn't it? Screen screen by screen on a Nokia phone, and you scroll down, and it mm. kind of the dynamite like fuse got smaller and then there'd be a flashing thing at the bottom and then you could edit the flashing thing at the bottom so mark and i used to send them a lot to each other just with random little phrases it got out a bit out of hand i suppose at times but then i suppose (laughs) watching these kind of videos i don't know that's not the modern equivalent is it i remember you used to go to like a pub and you could like look up everyone's like who was on bluetooth that you still do that that seems dangerous to me you've got things like airdrop now as well which is pretty much like you can i've been on tubes and stuff before and it'd be like so and so wants to airdrop you like 20 pictures and you accept and you <laughs> do you there's a decline button surely <laughs> um, have you seen that virgin media advert where it's a guy in a wheelchair and a girl are playing on a computer game and uh then all of a sudden they meet through facetime have you seen that? I think so. Well, there's you're probably maybe because you're not paying attention to the adverts. But then Zoe said that's just like that's such a bad thing to try to teach kids that that's okay to do. And I said, yeah, it'd be so much <laughs> like it'd be a great advert for not doing that. If like when they both met online, one of them was like an 70 year old man masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> Because so I think they're more likely to be that than it would be like someone you're going to fall in love with. Is there other videos? Well, maybe about- Jasper, Jasper Carrot. Do you remember when Jasper Carrot used to do that with adverts in the 90s on his, oh, yeah. his comedy shows? And then he would rip off adverts that were of the time, but yeah. he'd put like a comedy twist on them. But quite a lot of the time they would be, you wouldn't know until the end. That yeah. it, was, it would be the, the normal advert that you were used to seeing. And then he yeah. would just appear at the end and he'd kind of... <laughs> Um, hijacked it so but I don't yeah. know if he'd do the masturbating bit that be <laughs> <risky>. <laughs> um, yeah that's an episode of Golden Balls I'm not watching that's one of the better animated ones as well like the Harry Potter <laughs> one I showed you your wizard Harry like yeah. the animation in that just makes no sense like it doesn't look any resemblance to Harry Potter or Hagrid, Hagrid. yeah and he's, he's like a quite a large black guy isn't he <laughs> 
if you like your poor animation, uh, Shrek is love, uh, but don't watch it with kids about. Okay. Um, is is another one where the animation is just so bad it's good. Uh, can you exp- try and explain that to me? It's so bad it's good. It's like I said with the the Charlie Unicorn. It's so in the vo- high pitched voices the. Yeah, the extent like for the punchline is so long. It, that's what makes it funny. I get you, right? Okay. Yeah, a bit like I think people still use that for for films now, don't they? I think people use that so bad it's good thing. I, uh, the film I always think of is what now is the Arnie film Commando. Yeah, that I I would still say I like, but it's just so ridiculous in the sense that you know it finishes with him running into a army compound on his own with one gun and kills about 300 people um and people say yeah about films like that it's so bad it's good i suppose it's that is it is it along the lines of like a guilty pleasure things like that that people say like starship um, troopers and like it's so corny and so yeah yeah, like it's so cheesy yeah but it's actually (laughs) quite well made and it's quite you know you know, you yeah. can put on Starship Troopers and you can watch it. It's actually quite decent, but it is terrible. If they know, <laughs> if the people who make it know that that's what they're doing, I mm. suppose. If they're making something that is supposed to be a bit corny and a bit naff and a bit cheesy, yeah. but but enjoyable. I mean, you've got, to, you've got to allow for like numbers like 37 million. You've got to make a fair allowance of curiosity views in that once people start talking about something like that it's hard yeah. to ignore it and hard to feel, oh, well i'm gonna watch it just because i've heard everyone talking about it not because not because it sounds like something you would like or not because you sort of want to watch it but you're just thinking i've got to, i've got to see this thing that everyone's going on about and then before you know it you've watched it so you're mm-hmm. no different to everybody else not allowed on the beaches or in the parks outside certain hours so how is it that these two are roaming their neighborhood frightening the locals and the council isn't stopping it Now, yesterday morning, I came out into the front yard and the dogs were across the road. And as soon as they saw me, they came bounding over. <laughs> and I just made it into the front door in time. Ray Graham is a fr- that, that video is called Psycho Dog Man. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you choose that one, Mark? Well, I, I didn't. I didn't search Psycho Dog Man. I, I searched Australian Man Dog Impression and it came up straight away. So <laughs> yeah. I think when it did, that gave me the, you know, justified the fact that, yeah, that must fit the viral thing. Because if, if mm. he can be found by typing in a sort of uh, yeah. clumsy search like that, I'm pretty sure that was on um, Russell Howard's Good News when I first saw that, oh, okay. which was very much based around sort of viral videos and stuff. Yeah, nothing, nothing more scientific than the fact that it just really made me laugh. I think I said in our our sort of message, our WhatsApp group the other day that the thing that I laugh about most is he sort of leans across his wife's shoulder when he does that really sudden aggressive impression. Although she sort of flinches a little bit, it's not as much as you would think someone would flinch, which yeah. makes you think that he's done it a hundred times that yeah. impression that morning to all the various different news outlets. <laughs> and, um, the first comment on this uh, video is uh, his wife is thinking, "Oh God, here it comes! That dog impression he's been practicing all fucking week." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good choice because there's quite a lot of Australian news seems to be done a bit differently, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, when I looked at that before I found it, loads of other <laughs> ones come up that remind me of there's there's a bloke who who's a drunk driver crashed into his mate's fish and oh. chip shop and he chased him, chased him, just wearing me undies. <laughs> <laughs> 
so there, there's him and then there was a there was another one a bloke i i, I lost the thread of it a little bit because uh, um, what are they called bogans is that what they call them like yeah, they're uh, kind of like, like australian version of like hillbillies yeah talking about someone shooting his car up and that and i watched a few of them and they made me laugh but then i thought no i'll go i'll just go back to the one that i thought of first and hope that it fit you know fulfills the brief yeah that's <laughs> a good choice so ross what do you think of that one mate oh i absolutely love um these tv report to ones that kind of go viral like the americans are like i think it's with the massive countries like with australia and america because they've got such big states have such more localized tv stations and you get so much of these better stories like you get what bbc london southeast or whatever here and it's like (laughs) something that's nowhere near me but yeah you get such like random ones i absolutely love when one of these pops up and it's such a great rabbit hole that you can go down as well like you say you find one clip and then and then you can see like the up next and it will just be all of the best sort of tv reporting moments i think the public out in the wild yeah just it's hilarious (laughs) i don't think there's anything worse on a news program is when they go and ask the common man in the street (laughs) i don't want the opinion of the common man i've got my own opinions like i want to hear from experts The Vox, is it the Vox Pop, is it called, when they sort of just interview people randomly on the street? Yeah, it's awful. Have you seen the, Have you ever seen the one where they, uh, they're in Ipswich and they're talking about Ipswich Town Football Club and oh then they God. just randomly approach Kieran Dyer? Yeah, it was on Under the Moon um, with uh, ah, Danny, Danny, Kelly. Danny Kelly. and um, Can I yeah. ask you about Ipswich Town Football Club? Are you a, a supporter? <laughs> uh, actual player. <laughs> player? Uh, well... How do you feel about, we're talking to people about the rivalry with Norwich City. Do you say it's something that you feel at all? Uh, yeah, it's a big thing for the players that uh, we get win against Norwich for the supporters because it's a really passionate affair and uh, it's everything to the fans for us to win. Uh, okay. what, what, what level are you playing at? You in the Professional, in the first team. <laughs> Thanks for that, what's your name? Kieran Dyer. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like, I don't feel sorry for that guy at all. <laughs> I don't, you know, he's no. been sent out for the day to kind of, I'll just get a few little Vox Pops for me. Like, because uh, there was another one where a guy was talking to, oh, do you remember the, uh, in Liverpool, do you remember the Everton game from 1974? And he went, yeah, I was a goalkeeper. And like, yeah, he's like, yeah. oh yeah, of course you were. Like, remind me of your name again. Like, it's, <laughs> it's poor bloke. But then also I felt sorry for Kieran Dyer as well. But then you can see Kieran Dyer's mate really laughing at him as they walk away. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah famous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. How, how old was he in that one? Because had he has he broken into the actual first team at that point? He must, yeah, I think he was like an up and comer. Yeah, people knew he, he was, was going young, places. Wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they were taking the Mickey out of that video on Under the Moon as one of their videos, weren't they? And uh, yeah, he was already kind of being touted to be like an ex-England, sorry, the next England international coming up. But yeah, to be not recognised after like obviously putting in so much effort and playing professional football, you'd be <laughs> fucking fuming. <wouldn't> you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a professional, mate. Yeah, cheers. I'm trying to work out who was less interested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what he reminds me of though, and, and uh, Russell, your James does a really good impression of like, an old Australian man. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, and that, that's, that's, that's who I picture. He does a really good story where he was in a, a gig once in the middle of nowhere in Australia. And when, when he came off at the end, a bloke approached him and then he does, he does the bit, he like recounts the story and he does the voice of the bloke who was speaking to him. And that, that's the bloke I picture when I hear Ellis James doing that story. <laughs> yeah. Cause he did uh, talking about ultra marathons when he, 
that guy was a farmer. Oh, yeah. To run after but sheep, and he ended up winning this ultra marathon without even really trying. They kind of... They and then tripped. just gave gave the money... No, gave gave his winnings to the people who came second and third because he felt guilty for beating them. Yeah, they, they kind of tricked him. So you, you, it was like, who, who could travel the furthest in a week without, like, or four, like four or five days? So obviously you have to stop and sleep. And then the guy who was looking after him just basically told him that he'd had a full night's sleep and he was only having two hours and then getting him, setting him off yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. And he ended up winning in like jeans. Didn't he? <laughs> I forgot yeah. the name of the Jeans and welly boots. Yeah, I forgot the name of the guy and he won this massive ultra uh, Cliff. Price. He was called Cliff. I don't know. I can't remember what his second name is. I'm, fi- I'm sure he was called Cliff. Oh, I have to uh, look and he was, yeah, him he was just a He was just a farmer originally, yeah. wasn't he? He had a massive, massive ranch. He used to just spend all his time like running around his own ranch, herding yeah. sheep up and stuff <laughs> and then heard these stories of people who could run miles and was like, I think I run further than that every day. And he just started mm. competing. Turned he was up like for a the, bit of a Forrest Gump sort yeah. of thing, wasn't it? Bit, Turn, of a, bit of a Forrest Gump. He like turned up and signed up to the competition and they were like, <laughs> like a proper <laughs> like wankers in an 80s movie kind of thing. <laughs> you want to play, yeah. play with the big boys, do you? Uh, you've, um, you've travelled a bit, Ross. You've been to Australia? Yeah, I've got I've got some family out there. Um, I've been I've been been over there not for not for a little while now, but yeah, I've been they live they live in the state of Victoria, um, in the suburbs of Melbourne. Right. Um, so I've done a trip down there. Yeah, I've travelled about a bit. I guess I've been to Thailand, been Peru. Peru was with the school, wasn't it? Yeah, through the World Challenge. Uh, what in 2012? So nearly 10 years ago, crikey. Oh yeah, bloody hell. Eating them, work- eating guinea pigs, and helping out schools and stuff. That's really cool. To little trips, <laughs> aren't they? The World Challenge things. Yeah, exactly. Um, spent a week on a on an island helping people with probably was more of a hindrance than a help. But <laughs> while we all suffered altitude sickness oh, and right. were like force fed potatoes and rice for a week, going, oh, this is lovely. Potatoes <laughs> and rice again. Oh. Yeah, because the guy who ran that trip, I don't want to say his name, but it is Simon Hills. <laughs> 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 he, you know Simon, you know you know saucy side, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. was telling me about, but he had to play like they took balloons or something with them, and they blew up a balloon, and this kid had never seen a balloon before or something, and they were hitting it back and forward. And he goes, uh, "I'll tell you the truth, Giblin. After forty minutes, it was a bit fucking boring." <laughs> helium, <laughs> well, like, mate. Helium, helium balloons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you uh, did go Give on a, some of that? Many other school trips, Ross. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I think I did. I th- think I did most of them except the New York trip. All oh, right. I think I've done the PGL, done the, been to Barcelona with a school, been skiing. Oh, wow. Um, proper, you've proper gone Yeah, I was, it. Pre- I was pretty lucky your, growing your, up. Um, yeah, your parents hate you, obviously. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you're going away. Going away. <laughs> uh, and I think my favourite thing about working at school was going on the trips, I think. And uh, yes, yeah, I think New York is the best one, but there, there you go. You oh. didn't go. You didn't go. Just, uh, just a quick story on, on Peru again. Um, so you're talking about the balloons and stuff. I, I kind of remember that because... I think this was coming towards the end of it. And at one point, I think I was the only kid that was actually playing with the, their kids. I think all their rest were sitting around. But on the first day, we like showed them how to like play rounders. I've, I'm quite a competitive person. So mm. anyway, like there's like these four or five-year-olds that can't barely, never played rounders or never swung a bat. And like he's, one kid's whacked it. And I haven't caught it. I'm not that mean. But I then have run him out. <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, no, you can't let him out. And I was like, well, I got to it first. And then I got told off for uh, the game around. But I was like, the game around is if you run them out. But yeah. yeah, apparently you can't do that to a four or five-year-old that hasn't never played it before. Emma was on a skiing trip, well, more than a few years ago now. And uh, after a couple of days, this, uh, the ski instructor, I think they were in Utah, the ski instructor got 
sort of one day they turned up and the, the instructor they had for the couple of days wasn't there anymore and someone else was and it turned out that he'd been sort of speaking to the, the girls about going for a drink afterwards <laughs> they'd sort of moved him on and replaced him with another instructor and oh. then that first day em- emma was skiing and she fell over and landed in a bit of a ditch in that one of those awkward positions where you kind of arms and legs Mm. are up in the air and you 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 sort of like a bit of a tortoise on its back like can't get up and the uh instructor was so conscious about what had happened with the previous one that he skied up to emma and was like right i'm gonna um i'm gonna help you out of this hole now uh mrs rockle but uh, i am gonna need to touch your arm is that okay <laughs> and was like touch touch whatever you want get me out of this fucking hole <laughs> Yeah, okay. like I said, I really enjoyed going on trips. And uh, I remember we took a PGL trip and kids were messing about late at night kind of thing. And um, like you'd have a couple of beers in the evening. And then sometimes it was more than a couple, depending on, you know, who you're with and that. And uh, the art teacher went, oh, I've had enough of this shit to the kids. And the kids were like, <gasps> and we were like, oh, shit, like, that's bad kind of thing. And then at the end of the week, we said uh, like to the kids, oh, so do you have a really good, do you have a good time? And they were like, yeah, we had a great time. And so anyone, what's anyone's highlight? One of the kids, you know, they've been high ropes and canoeing and surfing and whatever else. So what was your highlight? And he goes, oh, it was really funny when Mr. Froze had shit. <laughs> was like, oh, no matter what you do, you're just going to remember that. <laughs> I remember in our PGL trip, we obviously had like rooms of like eight or 10 boys and uh, that's like first time proper way. And there's one boy that was struggling a little bit with being away from home, I think. Yeah. Like night terrors almost. And again, I don't want to name names, but a certain science teacher bursts in at like 2 a.m. Like nobody had called him or anything. Like just Mm. takes this kid that's been having night terrors and they just disappear for like (laughs) half an hour, an hour. And the kid comes back completely silent (laughs) and just puts him back to bed. And you just can't even think back now. You're like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We uh, went to Belgium. I think it was the Battlefields trip. Um, the, the teacher you were talking about. Uh, we were in the corridor. You kind of man the corridor. So if kids aren't going in from room to room and stuff. And you have like, a couple of beers with you, whatever. And I was with that teacher. And the, about six kids just ran out of this room. And we were like, well, what are you playing out? Get back in there. And one of them said, like, there's, there's a spider in there, sir. So <laughs> the teacher you're talking about. He said, don't be such a girl. Get back in there. And they were like, no. I went, oh, for goodness sake, where is it? And they went, oh, it's on the floor. So I went in and he came in behind me and I was this fucking thing. <laughs> it was massive. <laughs> so I turned to run out the door, but he was like, uh, I think he had a bad leg from being in the army. So I've just kind of rugby tackled him out of the doorway. And we were like to the kids, yeah, we'll, we'll get a manager. <laughs> Discrimination. That ain't right. I'm not gay, but if I was, I would want equal rights. I'm not gay, but if I were, I would marry who I like. It's not fair, I'm not gay, that the government has to say. And who can love who not gay, or to which God you can pray on a gay. It gets me so angry on behalf of them. I feel passionate, not gay. So I pray for them, and I say for them, we need to make a change, not gay. I see it clear as day, this area is not great titties. We need equality, and for all to see that this is the new way. And not gay, it just seems not gay that no one seems to care sports we can't continue to pretend there's not gay madness has to end not gay yeah, i was born this way straight you were born your way gay gay and straight straight and gay it's all okay sure it's time to make a change yes. it's time to stop the hate uh, who you are is beautiful not gay we can't live this way the gay we can't turn away the gay 
and so I make this vow. Titties, the time for changes now. Sports, lying in bed next to ten beautiful girls, all straight. And while I made love to every one of them, I was thinking about the world, hot wings. How is it that I can't have so much straight sex while two dudes are oppressed, not gay, for having sex, not gay, or putting on a wedding dress, I assume. I don't really know that much about it. Beef jerky tastes good. Politics are important. And if girls want to have sex with me because I said this, so be it and gay. I'm not a hero. I'm just speaking the truth. I'm not a hero. Don't call me a hero. Beer, hoagie, sweatpants, not gay. Yeah, not a hero. Titties, not gay. I'm not a hero. I'm just a person. So don't call me a hero. Not some kind of world leader. just want equal And a sleeping guy. Next to a girl. True love trumps all predator. Flying kicks, not gay. Big watch, not gay. Missionary, one love. Gym socks, none. Chuck a not gay. Light a fluid HD. Ninja world, peace, four wheel drive. Gay marriage, love beef. Free love, golf club, two guys. Not gay, rainbow muff dive. Harvey Milk, Sean Penn, not gay. Drum solo, court side seat, safe sex. One arm push ups, Leonard Skinner. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not, 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 not gay. I'm not gay. I'm straight. You were born your way. You're gay. Yeah. Yeah, you're straight, straight. And now it's time for yeah. sexual freedom for all. Sexual freedom for all. Sexual freedom for all. Sexual freedom for all. Okay. Right. So that was um, Connor for real. It's from the movie Popstar, Never Stop the Stopping. Uh, Connor for real is the character played by Andy Samberg, but that song is by The Lonely Island, which consists of Andy Samberg. Uh, a guy called Jorma and his friend, high school friends, Jorma and Akiva. And I'm a big fan of uh, Lonely Island. They've won Grammys and they're incredibly good. And I think they're the best kind of comedy song song group, <laughs> comedy pop group ever. I think they're way better than Weird Al and anything else that's on the internet. And then they started off through, um, they're getting famous through uh, Saturday Night Live, which is a, a thread through this podcast, and um, kind of releasing digital shorts. And then they became um, the Lonely Island. They're, uh, they're massive now. Well, I suppose they're kind of going away now. They were massive at the time, and now they're, they've got millions and millions of views. So that um, song is from, uh, like I said, Connor For Real. And uh, I just like it, the fact, I just like all the things he adds in to um, prove that he's not gay. So, <laughs> which are like titties, nunchucks, beef jerky, predator, big watches, hot wings, one-arm push-ups, Leonard Skinner, and loads more. But uh, So, Ross, are you aware of The Lonely Island, like The Lonely Island, or not fast? Yeah, I was, was going to say, this, this, is, this is a clip that I've never seen before, so you've uh, pipped me to one. You were talking about my <laughs> age, but yeah, I've, I was aware of The Island and uh, Lonely Island, probably one of their more famous songs about jizz in my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, I think Jack Sparrow is probably the most famous one that everyone's kind of heard. But mm. like, I think they're so popular that end, like quite a few decent artists are willing to get involved, like Michael Bolton, Pink, mm. and uh, Tenacious D did a song with them and all sorts. So I think they're fantastic. Um, Mark, are you aware of this, The Lonely Island? Yeah, only by name. I think the, the, uh, you mentioned them when you spoke about uh, Dave Bird a few weeks yeah. back. I think you sort of used them as an example of like... Um, an act that he yeah. was conscious of not wanting to be confused with because he considers himself serious. But you can see why people would because of the nature of the sort of flow of it and that kind of thing. But yeah, only only knew who they are and that Andy Samberg was the, the yeah. sort of face of it. But again, you know, not, won't, won't be a surprise. It's one of those things that I'm not familiar with, like multiple mm-hmm. tracks or anything like that. I'll put this clip on our um, website. But um, they started off by, and when they were in college, they they made loads of videos that they were obsessed with like teeth whitening strips and uh, <laughs> and they <laughs> pretended to beat up this woman on the side of the, like in the street for to get her teeth whitening strips and this guy pulls his car over and runs at them and try, try to try and stop them and help this woman and uh, 
it was only like the next kind of when they watched the video back, they realized it was Kiefer Sutherland, <laughs> like just the hero on the street when trying to beat up the Lonely Island. Uh, it's, it's amazing. But he, I, I think Andy Samberg, a lot of his films are terrible, but I've, it's really unfortunate because I really, really, really like him. Like Brooklyn Nine Nine is like he's that character in almost everything. And I really like that character, you know, <laughs> so it's fine by me. The Lonely Island, their lyrics are pretty good and a lot better than a lot of bands that are out there. That song, I'll play another song for you, really reminded me of this one from the 90s. Ross, you might not have ever heard this song. New kids on the block, had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer, for the summer. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take her if I had one wish. She's been gone since that summer, since that summer. Right, and then they go on in that song. Light, funky ones. Light, funky ones, LFO, light, funky ones in uh, the early 90s. They have a lyric in that song, I stayed all summer, then I went home. Macaulay Culkin was in Home Alone. Is <laughs> <laughs> this do, was a serious song? Yeah, that was number like, yeah. that was like number four in the charts in the UK. And then yeah, they, yeah. I think they've kind of one hit wonders, but yeah. And there was like a, like a rude version of it as well. I think that kind of sold it to kind of kids, but it's fucking terrible. <laughs> but I do like really bad lyrics in songs. I'll say one now, whilst you two maybe could think of an example, but I think it's in Ollie Merz's My Heart Skips a Beat. And there's a rap in it from. Rizzle Kicks. Rizzle Kicks, Mark, two points. Yeah, Rizzle Kicks do a rap in the middle of it. She's got my head going up and down like a seesaw. I should have just taken her to the cinema to seesaw. <laughs> I just feel like a rhyming dictionary in Eight Cans of Stella would get you through uh, Rizzle Kicks, uh, an album. It's, it's easy I to do. I think there's yeah. a Natasha in Bedingfield, don't know if I'm saying that right. I think one of her songs, like pushing, springing up my daisies or something. I remember, I can't remember the line, but a bit like Martha, it's on the spot. I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm pretty sure, but there's there's one in there and it's just some atrocious line and that's in the chorus, so you have to listen to it repeatedly. It's <laughs> <laughs> like um, Shakira, isn't it? It's lucky that my breasts are small and humble, so you don't confuse them with mountains. Like <laughs> She's obviously written that down and someone's looked over her shoulder and gone, you happy with that, that line? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that's going to be near her. Uh, oh, she's got a Benson on the go. <laughs> just outside her flat. Yeah, I'm going to go with that, mate. You know, like Funky Ones, that was a serious song with that stupid line. Visual Kicks, that's a serious song with that stupid line. Lonely Island kind of think up better lines and they're not a, a serious act, you know. I think I think that's what I enjoy about uh, these sort of parody videos is like the comedic values. You've obviously got the sort of slapstick element to the videos, but the a lot of the lines are like really subtle, which makes mm. it which makes it even more funny when you kind of like when you're sitting there, you listen to it and then you kind of reference it. Mm. You like, I think that's what adds the real value. I think the British version that would be. Do you remember like the Midnight Beast? I think they were, oh, they were around in sort. Of, New to me, mate. Uh, I think they did uh, probably around the same time as Lonely Island. They would kind of okay. do parody ones, but yeah, like a lot of the a lot of the comedic uh, lines are like subtly in there. They're like the digs, the little digs at people and stuff. Um, didn't um, KSI, who's a famous YouTuber, who I remember years and years and years ago seeing him, he just played like FIFA and got angry. Basically, that was how he got famous. <laughs> and then he had a number one single last month or so called holiday right and yeah. um <laughs> Zoe, my uh, wife was at school and her class some of the boys started singing along with that song was try- pretending to play the song and they like showed her it online and she was like that's awful that's a really bad song and they both said or these two kids oh yeah but it's good for him 
<laughs> that's not a number one song. It's not actually how it should work. You know, you don't get the same with a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a really no, bumpy fight. I... I know, but it's good for him. Do you follow any YouTubers, uh, Ross? Do you, uh, do you ever watch a Mr. Beast or a Sidemen or something like that? No, I've never really been into influence or anything like that. Uh, my girlfriend, she she does like YouTube for her is very much. She'll sit there and she'll watch hours of videos of these influencers. But um, as you can see by my child of the unicorn, my YouTube um, <laughs> YouTube skills aren't aren't quite really <laughs> on the same level. But yeah, I'm, I'm aware of them because they crop up, like you say, with KSI. Like he's one of these people that just seems to be on it. He's like boxing now. He's obviously got doing rapping stuff, but they've got so much content out there it's a bit like the kardashians were like 10 years ago it's like impossible to get mm. away from them without them being like on everything one of the, the teacher, ex-teachers i used to work with she um said about a girl who was now a influencer on instagram and then I looked her up she had over four million like followers and it's all like fitness videos but she she was never particularly like uh, good at PE at school christiana this, yeah yeah so like, she, was in, can... she, she was in my year Never interested in PE, was she? And now she has 4 million people. She's telling 4 million people how to get fitter. Yeah, like you do look at it, you're like, it's one of those ones that I remember the yearbook is like most likely to do this and that. I don't think anybody would have had her down as most likely to be the famous one. She had a strong personality. So I think that's kind of worked in her favour. And, and she went to uni, she did law and everything. So she's, she's she was a smart girl. But yeah, how she turned just going to the gym and videoing herself into 4 million people now actively yeah. following her and paying for her she's got her own app out hasn't she she's got Has she really yeah amazing oh well yeah like yeah. i say fair play her i bet you didn't even yeah. have a yearbook mark no <laughs> me neither <laughs> no not even close i was just trying to think what we like they, they do proms now don't they in english yeah. schools that never used to be a thing you, you'd have a school disco in your last year but it was never yeah. kind of advertised as a prom it was it was just the same as the school discos every year before and yeah. where you try and go and get someone's brother to buy you some diamond wine before you go in there. <laughs> Imagine at the Fred's, they just handed you your GCSE certificate and just kicked you down the job centre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I well, apologise. All my friends are from myself, Fred's. But we, uh, we've, I think we've spoken about this on here before, and we? where we got handed our record of achievements when we left school. Yeah. By Labour's Melanie Johnson, I think she was called. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember her. And she was saying to everyone, oh, what are you doing now? And they'd say, oh, I'm, you mm. know, going on to do this, that and the other. When she said to me, what are you doing now? I said, uh, Atomore, West One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, there was a, uh, she was Labour, wasn't she? And then there was uh, yeah. the Conservative guy got sacked from what he said at the school that I was at. So we are in this, the uh, lecture theatre at Monk's War, and I can't remember the name of the guy, but old conservative guy, and said, "What do you? Th- how do you feel about Melanie Johnson? And he goes, what, her and her bastard kids or something like that? And he ended up getting <laughs> sacked because of what he said in this, like, uh, our school. I can't stand uh, politicians and well and gone. <laughs> Every time I see, like, on one of the times, like, something about Grant Shapps, I just instantly just hate his face. I remember, like, at the uh, football club after they won the league, he came to drop off, like, a congratulations letter or something. And this guy was coming out of the door as he was going in and I was outside sitting on the tables and the guy said, oh, nice to meet you, shook his hand. I think he was probably the only person happy to see Grant Shapps at the football club. And Grant Shapps turned to his like assistant and kind of gave him that, like wiping his hand on his shirt. And I just, from then on thought, I just can't stand you. Hang on a minute. (laughs) Who, who was it? I can't remember, to be honest. Because, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, I reserve judgment until I know who it was. <laughs> yeah. Because people have done that for the same. 
<laughs> yeah, you got a good point. Okay, everybody. Now you see what this is. This is a bottle of cinnamon. Cinnamon is some sort of a powder that you put into cakes and it makes them taste nice. That's fine. This is a tablespoonful of cinnamon. Now, somebody's tried to tell me that putting a full spoonful, uh, and this is not a full spoonful, it's a tablespoonful of cinnamon in your mouth at once is impossible. And I've seen all these younger people than me who's shoving this stuff in their mouth and then <laughs> they're all over the place because they can't take it. Well, believe me, I've faced worse than tablespoonfuls of cinnamon during my life. People have thrown things at me all my life and all my <laughs> life I've headbutted them away or taken the challenge. I'm going to take the challenge now. This is one of the fullest tablespoonfuls of cinnamon I've seen in the various challenges that I've seen recorded. Mine's gonna be the best of all, and I bet you I won't even balk, okay? I won't even balk because I've been trained to take pain, okay? I've taken pain all my life. Here we go. I'm told there should be an explosive reaction that won't be from me. I'm gonna count you down. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Water! my throat it's like it's uh, it's like it's like drinking cement which then mixes with the saliva in your mouth it hardens up forming a barrier across my throat I'm having great difficulty in breathing perhaps it wasn't such a good idea to do this for a man who's got such a dodgy heart it only works at one third of your heart because I've got acute heart failure. I tell you what, in about three minutes' time, I might have total heart failure. Believe me, that wasn't pleasant, but I'm glad I did the challenge. I thought I'd bore up better than some of the people I've seen. I'm going to keep swimming <laughs> my mouth. Excuse me. <laughs> I passed the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you should be very fucking proud of yourself. <laughs> oh, that video should 100% be called Fucking Have That. <laughs> Just the joy. And then halfway through that video, I'm thinking... I'm looking forward to listening to the bit where he's just going like on the podcast. Uh, so, Mark, sorry, mate, that's your video. If you'd like to lead us uh, off with that one, no, please. you you bought you bought me a bit of time there. <laughs> I'm still trying to gather myself. Oh, because he's not like uh, 
He's not fighting. I don't think he understands it. He's not fighting the the pain of it. He's fighting fucking science that he's putting a lot yeah. of dry powder in your mouth. It's going to mm-hmm. make you struggle with breathing. And, oh, what yeah, a fucking idiot! For, for people who aren't particularly aware of who Mike Perry is, yeah, I suppose he's a bit of a Piers Morgan character, isn't he? But he's been he's trained sort of to take pain. Mark. <laughs> yeah, you know, th- thinks he's kind of better than everyone, everything else. And um, I, so Cinnamon Challenge is something that I would consider to be one of those kind of viral challenges. I've never watched a Cinnamon Challenge video on YouTube apart from that one. So I was aware, I was aware of that challenge when it was a thing. Never really kind of watched it because I just it didn't really sort of appeal to me. But then that just flashed up once, and because it was him. And yeah. I was aware of who he was from listening to him on the radio. I thought, oh, this might be quite funny. And then I was just crying the first time I saw it. Um, well, it was just then. But so much so that I uh, I sent it around to a couple of people. I, know, and I wouldn't usually laugh at things like this, but I think there's something about the way he sets it up. The way he's such a, because he's a broadcaster and a journalist, even when he's like struggling and talking about his life being in danger, he's still insisting on like commentating on what's happening, about how it's mm-hmm. for, forming a barrier in his throat and... And then, yeah, just to, to sign off after, obviously anyone listening to this would have just heard yeah. the, the trauma that he's going through, <laughs> to sign off by saying, thanks, I've passed the challenge. And they must be thinking, what? How do you, how do you fail it? <laughs> <laughs> he's alive, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Ross, is that um, something you've seen before? Or are you aware of Mike Parry? Or have uh, you done a cinnamon challenge? All these questions he's answering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've never done the cinnamon challenge. Um, I've probably done a fair few others. What about you guys? Have you ever like the ice bucket? Yeah, and... I did the ice bucket challenge, and uh, I've n- I wouldn't do the cinnamon challenge because I know it'd just go like that and it'd be horrible. I don't see the point. <laughs> a bit of water <laughs> on your head's fine, but that no, I was never a, ne- a neck or nominate guy either, to be honest. Oh yeah See these are the things You just wouldn't think Until people say them Yeah And then until you read And they're all fun and games Until someone loses an eye as well Like you know (laughs) Yeah I remember um, copying I remember copying When I was at university Copying the jackass milk challenge Where you have to drink Four pints of milk and then it basically makes you sick because it just yeah. your stomach just rejects it. Yeah, I remember doing that, and um, the people that I was with absolutely loved it because it, yeah. it it does work. And you basically because you've just downed four pints of milk, basically four pints of milk come back up. Um, oh, yeah, I remember doing that, but <laughs> that was a lot long before viral videos. Yeah, because I think well, because when Jackass came out, it was on MTV, and then we would kind of recreate the videos, but without filming ourselves wouldn't we? Uh, I remember a friend shot putting his own head into a hedge. That was funny. Pretending oh, yeah, to like shot putting his head and jumped did, into a hedge. He did film that. That was that was on YouTube for a oh, while. Oh, was it? Oh, there, look it up. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron adds like a YouTube, oh, well, of course. A YouTube channel. He did for a little while because I remember some of them videos that him and Bert used to make. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, and, I'm actually in one. I um, Yes, you are, yeah. With the fire extinguishers. That's quite similar because it takes all the oxygen away, obviously. So it's that's like... <laughs> <laughs> Another Oak Tavern story. But yeah, when, it, when it finished, you said, does this count as a shower? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was the abominable snowman. I like the um, the challenges and stuff, but then they get kind of out of hand, don't they? I mean, people are drinking like neck or nominate. People were down in pints of whiskey and stuff, weren't they? I remember my neck nomination was, I know a lot of, like they had to stop doing it because people were like putting goldfish and bleach in their oh, drinks. Fucking hell. And you're just like, what are you doing? But yeah, I remember... I got nominated for the neck one and it was, it was horrible. It was like baked beans, pepper, nutmeg, like, uh, yes, various different spirits and like then a beer to like fill it up. And I was like, okay, I prepared for this. Necked it cleanly, no problem. And then my mate was like, oh, 
I forgot to uh, press play <laughs> and, and he hadn't recorded it. Oh, so I had boy. to do it a second time. I had to do it a second time. And uh, yeah, I completely failed at trying to neck that again. Like oh. I was just, it was just coming straight back up and everybody was like, oh mate, you can't, you can't even yeah. drink a dirty pint. I was like, oh, I did it perfectly, but nobody saw <laughs> I've never been big on um, I've never been big on peer pressure. I've never like I'm quite happy to go. Nah, not doing it. You know, I've always been quite good at that, and I think that's it stands you in good stead later on in life because people stop asking you to do stuff. But then we had to every Sunday we used to play spoof, didn't we? Rock? Yeah. And um, if you do, you know what spoof is, Ross? So you have either yeah. zero, one, two, or three coins in your hand, and there's like say ten of you, and you guess how many coins are all together, and then you all show, and if you've got it right, you're out. And the last one in has to buy everyone who played a drink. So everyone who played, you have to buy them a drink. And um, But then we realised you could buy whatever drink you wanted. And if you, as someone who had a bit of money about them lost, it got out of hand, didn't it? So yeah. Bailey, Bailey's lime, whiskey, scampi fries, like all sorts in there. Like, yeah. when I was, If I ever lost, it would be <laughs> 10 sidekicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and, and Mike Parry is very much a, a renter gob for um, news programs in the morning, isn't he? So yeah, I they, mean, I don't know what he's on now. What's do you know what he's on at the moment? I've um, seen him on. Um, is it the right stuff with Jeremy Vine? Oh. Yeah, that's, that sounds about all right. Yeah, yeah, he's on there most mornings. And they got some controversy controversy recently for saying that he'd never go on a caravan holiday. And then he was. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah. that one. Yeah. Did he say, he say he wouldn't go on it, or it was? I think he was just shouting caravan and like what people now call staycation, shouting them down. But then he he ended up turning into a bit of a Jeremy Clarkson by saying about them jamming up the motorways for decent motorists. Oh god, <laughs> fucking. And that, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> But he's, uh, yeah, he is, that, that's pretty much what he is. There was a show on TalkSport a few years ago that I used to listen to just because it was entertaining. It was called The Two Mics and it was him mm. and then Mike Graham. And I think Mike Graham is now on Talk Radio, which is just basically um, listener baiting classic, like saying inflammatory things to get people to call in. So yeah, him and The Two Mics was, um, they were full on like just saying stuff to generate people calling in in the, in the talk sport way. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Just, I don't know. I suppose seeing him do that. I still, I still don't know with that clip. If he, genuinely would have had any humility off the back of that and then for a second you think he might and then mm. and then he starts talking about straight away like oh well i've got <laughs> i've got heart failure so i'm still better than you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you think no he hasn't he's he's not he's still not humble desperate isn't it yeah. i hate those kind of like i say rent a god people that go on this morning to like the katie hopkin types they're just out there to kind of like make clickbait for people to get angry at. Oh, I can't stand it. Because I mean, it sounds like a stupid thing to say, but anybody could do that. Like, I could, yeah. You could go on something tomorrow and you could say something that would make you famous. But there's, but, I think yeah. there are better ways of getting famous. I think, is it Ricky Gervais? When someone said, oh, what's the quickest way to get famous? And he said, I'll oh, kill a prostitute. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't say exactly what for. You just, you know. How do they go back out into society, though, that if you're if you're that much hated? Like, this is the yeah. thing I don't understand with people like Katie Hopkins is, like, you can't just go do your shopping. But then some people like that. Like, they like the kind of, I, I bet she likes being shouted at in the street because she thinks those people, she's above those people, you know. Yeah, uh, I'd just be like, I'm just fucking trying to get my groceries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and like even pick, <laughs> picking your kids up or something and you've got someone shouting. Arsenal fan TV, the guy called Ty, the headphones. He just yeah. he walks around just arguing with people every day for 24 hours, you know. I think he just got everyone who goes walks past him has to say something to him and he can't let things go. And it's like it's almost sad. 
of people just kind of it's like clickbait live <laughs> <laughs> like even if i have an opinion i think oh people might not like that i just won't say it <laughs> yeah though some of those videos i remember seeing one where two young girls were eating the spiciest chili they could possibly yeah. buy and they eat it kind of chew for three or four seconds and then both ball out like crying and they can't deal with it and they have like they're both saying we might have to go to hospital and i think good to the mum pardon <laughs> there's a clip of the mum where she's like she's really not good yeah. <laughs> i think that should be enough someone's done that now no one else needs to do it <laughs> that's a great choice mark that's uh... <laughs> It's the best I could do. <laughs> Don't worry, you're safe now. Your videos are gone. An old man doing an impression of a rabid dog. I just like the fact when we release this, we'll be like, oh, that's a good video. And then it'll just skip on to the next one because I've had to delete all the things I've said that I think might have offend someone. <laughs> I'm in a car and now he's videotaping me. Because this because is unlawful. Ma'am, ma'am, he's running me over! No, I'm not. Ma'am, hurry, please hurry! Mike! 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 (laughs) Yes, please! Hurry, ma'am! Ma'am, I don't know, and he's a lunatic, and he's videotaping me! Ma'am, please hurry! How so? How so? You are going, you're hurting me! How? You just ran off, ma'am, please hurry! He just ran off and he's still moving! Please, ma'am, please hurry! I'm gonna, I'm gonna start, stop! Hurry! 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 Ma'am! She's saying I ran over her. He ran over me! I have the whole thing on recording. Sir, come on. This is unbelievable, man. Good. We just heard it on the radio. The cops are already coming. Can I please go? You can't. The cops are I can. I absolutely can. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you. If you want want him arrested. I want him arrested. I have done nothing wrong. I am. I have done nothing wrong. Tell her to move out of the way. So uh, that video is called Crazy Lady Tells 911 Operator She's Getting Ran Over. I love America. I would quite happily live in America. I like it that much. Those kind of things really put me off. (laughs) Just like this guy just literally just wants to go home and he's being uh, stopped by this crazy woman just shouting. The person I feel most sorry for in this video is Mike. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like I think Karen freakout videos are a bit my go-to at the moment. I, like, I do like uh, people getting upset and uh, trying to kind of force their will on people, aren't they? And their agendas and things, and it's awful. Like obviously, there's a lot of it at the moment with anti-maskers and, and things and protests with along those lines. Yeah, she's just mental, isn't she? <laughs> she's, just, yeah. she's not running over. Like as soon as she surely, sorry, surely as soon as she sees that he's filming her. She should just back down and go on. Like, like what's, what's, what's going to happen from there? She's going to get in trouble. Ross, what do you think, mate? Like, yeah, I've kind of like, yeah, I kind of, they're my sort of go to at the moment, um, sort of Karen videos, like, can I talk to the manager sort of thing? But mm. 
as funny as this is, as you're saying, it's got some really serious undertones about the issues with in yeah. America. <laughs> I think the other story is of, of that woman with a dog uh, that was phoned to the police in New York about mm. a guy with his dog or told us to put it on a lead. She was a lawyer or something. She's lost all her job now, but she was basically because of his skin colour, like, right. accusing him. We obviously don't know what skin colour this guy's got in the video, but it just seems to be that as a, as a white woman, if I cry wolf, the police are always going to fame me. So to have that confidence, even with the bit of him filming it, to just carry on and react to this, a worry for the people of America. The reactions, like when she's shouting, Mike, 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 it reminds me of the parody of the uh, little chipmunk sort of things where it's like Alan Alan (laughs) (laughs) she's been caught out I love stuff like that but thank god he's filming it Um, I don't know if you ever watched um, Celebrity Big Brother with as much gusto as me and my wife do but um, there was a girl called Roxanne Pallet on that who's in Emmerdale and she accused this guy from Coronation Street of punching her and thank god it was filmed because she purposely like in her own little world worked it out that he abused her and then or assaulted her and then you know, he, not only his career, but his life could have been in tatters because of that. I, I just think it's good that people are filled with these things, but yeah. making it into entertainment is fine, but also maybe they shouldn't. <laughs> Mark, what do you think of that video, mate? Yeah, and also um, the you said the Alan, Alan, Alan bit just then, Ross. Um, mm. It also reminds me of the Dan, 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 Alan Partridge. Yeah. <laughs> when she's shouting, Mike. That Mike, uh, you mentioned it earlier, give him. He that Mike, he could be someone who they bring out on the big fat quiz of the year and say, yeah. Who's who's yeah. this? <laughs> and then people have to ask questions and that only could be answered with yes or no until they arrive at the identity of who he yeah. is. I imagine <laughs> Mike to be this poor, like battered old man. <laughs> just, yeah. just like he's just had enough of everything. <laughs> poor Mike. <laughs> yeah, again, it's like the Americans just produce such good quality. A public in the wild videos <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you know england have got a lot of lot of idiots but america like so, like a marvel standard of like idiots you know <laughs> like fucking it's a knockout out there i need you guys to help me in the kitchen to fill these we can do I it i don't like this crap definitely no cheese in the can oh. very happy to be this throwing this away bacon no i want my bacon i gotta tell you something Bacon is good for me. This is very good. You're going to be going to the grocery store. She thinks at the blue she's a smart little girl that she can do whatever she wants. No, that's not how she can do it in our family. She's acting like she's the queen and we're the sorry people. Joy, I have been nice to you, but now I'm coming to the edge. I promise you one thing, okay? If you do not have at least one food that you like, I will buy you a piece of junk. Is that a deal? No, I keep losing at deals, and I don't want to make a deal anymore. I am leaving, and you can't stop me. I'm packing my bags. And a very, very calm day into this. <laughs> a bump in the road comes, and she be sarcastic. Curtis. I won't be coming back until Saturday when you leave. No cheese in oh. a can. Right, so that is bacon is good for me. And it's like you say, a boy from uh, Wife Swap. The oldest man trapped in the youngest man's body. <laughs> <laughs> so why'd you choose that one, mate? But it's one of those videos I think I could do like line for line. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's so articulate. Uh, 
he's so angry it's just yeah like you said it's like an old man trapped in a kid's bodies. <laughs> yeah. It's the way he storms out with his little suitcase, throws it on the floor. The way he's packing that bag, I fucking love it. He's <laughs> like genuinely folding up his like clothes. <laughs> so in the part when uh, and she thinks she's the queen and and we're the sorry people, while his eyes kind of cross. Yeah, it's such a good little line. Huh? I like um, when she wants says she wants to make a deal with him. And he's like, well, no, I've made deals in the past and they've not been good for me. (laughs) It's brilliant. Oh, I keep losing. Yeah. (laughs) I keep losing at deals. He can't be more than like probably seven years old. Like, and he's amazing. Like, he should have his own show, why swap? But then the kid is slightly overweight and probably should stop eating cheese in a can. (laughs) Can you imagine being in that situation? Probably everyone should. Yeah, <laughs> it must be a strange situation for a young child to all of a sudden have a, a camera in front of you and a new mum. Because um, I like I like Super Nanny. I, I love kids getting their comeuppances. I think mainly why I became a teacher. <laughs> They've had it their way too long. But yeah, an amazing, amazing video and like 18 million hits on YouTube. I'm just a kid <laughs> saying bacon is good for me. But like, I like it. I really love it when Mark does this as well. But you really unpack and delve into a video. And then I'll watch it back and like the kids' eyes go crossed and stuff. I'll notice that now. I'm really like appreciate and enjoy it. Oh, I love the fact that you know so much about it. So uh, how did you come across that video, mate? I think it's one of those that just kind of trended on on Facebook or Twitter or whatever it was at the time. Because I, I didn't go viral when it when it was first aired. I think it I think somebody uploaded it and it just kind of like a couple of years later and it just kind of took off. And yeah, it's just one of those ones that, that sort of came across the with my platform and, and like mm. you guys just like wet myself with laughter the, the first time. <laughs> and you can always go back to it for a reliable laugh. And like I said, I've watched it so much, like pretty much no line for line. But I just love how he's acting like he's like the most hard done by kid. Yeah. Just like emptying a full fridge of food and then like the camera goes to him in his bedroom and like he's clearly got every toy he's ever wanted behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not struggling with cash there, were they? Also, I hope <laughs> that food did go to good good use <laughs> i kind of hate that that they're saying what's good for him what's bad for him and stuff and as well but he probably does need a little bit of help but then he's a proper entertaining kid isn't he like uh, i bet he's now traveling around the country telling people that bacon is good for me and <laughs> you know he's got a job for you, dame pack yeah you you're um, actually before sorry before before this podcast i did kind of look up to like what happened to this kid because it's one of those ones that i never knew what actually happened to him right and yeah he's like 18 19 or 20 whatever now hmm. and he he actually came came back like 10 years later a lot older and he actually tried to do like a crowdfunding thing to try and get money it's worth looking up he wants to be a mechanic or something now mm. and tried to do a crowdfunding basically everybody was like fuck off like we saw your video <laughs> he thought he was going to come famous from it and he had the complete opposite reaction from the internet and everybody was like <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> oh dear but he comes across quite well but i suppose we we find that entertaining but maybe other cultures may think you ungrateful little shit <laughs> what are your thoughts on this one mark you're talking about like deep diving it and like picking it apart my, my favorite bit is um well it probably will be the crossed eyes bit when i go back and watch it but for now when he's doing the bit to camera and he's like recounting what's happened and then you just see that moment where he finishes saying what he's saying and he pauses and he's like it gets up and goes to confront her 
Yeah. I just love it because he's he's it doesn't sound like he was about to do that, but as he's recounting it, he's like, you know what? Now I'm saying this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not having it. <laughs> he just gets up and walks off. Uh, yeah, and as as you know from sort of especially in recent weeks of this, I, I do love an accent. Yeah. So hearing that voice come out of a little a little kid's body is is just hilarious. I like I was a tiny bit worried about it all because I'm so out of my depth, if you know what I mean. I've really really enjoyed this. This has been great. So I yeah. have to get you back on, mate. If you come up with really? another idea of putting us out of our comfort zone, um, <laughs> yeah. And I apologise for old Grogu, our mate. <laughs> I've completely forgot more, to bring dis- that up. I'm more disappointed in Mark having never watched them, but I'll let it go. <laughs> Please subscribe to us at youtubereviewpodcast.blogspot.com or see us on Twitter at RockleRussell1.